KCSB FM Santa Barbara 91.9. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. This is the show that shares what's happening in and around Isla Vista and the UC Santa Barbara community. On tonight's show, cliff safety in Isla Vista. The Isla Vista community is still mourning the recent tragedy of SBCC student Benny Shermer, who fell from the cliffs along Del Playa Drive on Saturday, September 2nd, 2023. The community has long been grappling with how to keep residents safe and aware of eroding and dangerous cliffs. To lead us off tonight, the Isla Vista Community Services District is continuously working on campaigns to educate students and residents on cliffside risks. Joining me now is IVCSD's director, Spencer Brandt. Would you like to introduce yourself and talk a bit about what the CSD does and what you do at the CSD? Sure. Um, my name is Spencer Brandt. I'm on the board of directors of the Isla Vista Community Services District. We're a local government agency that the voters approved over the course of 2017 to 2018 to provide better services to the people of Isla Vista, make our community safer, more livable, have a higher quality of life. And so uh, to that end, we provide a variety of services, including the Isla Vista Community Center, the Isla Vista Compost Collective, Isla Vista Beautiful, keeping our streets cleaner, as well as a number of programs uh, involving safety uh, in partnership with UCPD. Yes, I'd like to talk today a little bit about cliff safety uh, in light of the most recent tragedy the death of Benny Shermer. Um, it's devastating to hear about these kind of accidents when here in Isla Vista, we know the threat that the cliffs have posed historically. Um, there have been many initiatives to keep the community safe, but the CSD is really working on sort of education and awareness first. Can you speak to any of the safety campaigns that the CSD is currently working on? Absolutely. Um... When I first heard about this last Saturday, I was just heartbroken. Um, the circumstances of this incident where someone has fallen from the cliff is unfortunately too common in Isla Vista. Our staff has researched and found at least 13 cases in the last give or take 20 years. We do know that there are likely more that uh, we were not able to find uh, because unfortunately these accidents have really been even less than a footnote in our community's historical record. And it's our mission to try to change that because I think a big part of increasing more safety and more vigilance on the part of residents that live near these bluffs is to be empowered with the facts, to know that these are places where people have sustained life-altering injuries and in certain very tragic cases have passed away. So after the uh, cliff fall by uh, Isla Vista and UCSB alumni in 2022, the Community Services District started a cliff safety and balcony safety education campaign. And so we're reaching residents on social media. We have our staff and team canvassing, uh, knocking on doors on Oceanside Del Playa properties, spreading awareness about the safety concerns with the bluffs and encouraging people to observe safe behavior. 
And uh, a big part of what we're going to be doing this fall um, that we kind of already had planned, but is very much more timely now, is to redouble those education efforts as UCSB students return to Isla Vista and school comes back into session. Yeah, I know that for uh, returning students, definitely education is certainly important. Also for new students who maybe don't know the dangers. And I know the CSD has a whole page on their website that's dedicated to sort of tips and resources. Um, is there anything from there that you would point students towards uh, to highlight some tips or resources? Well, I think that the thing that I would say is that in both of the last two falls that have taken place, um, it seems clear that the individual either went over the railing or got close to the bluff because they needed to use the restroom. And unfortunately, this is a, a common sort of anecdotal theme that our staff has heard from researching these cases in the past. And so in addition to the education, what we're doing as the community services district in partnership with Santa Barbara County is adding portable restrooms to the Del Playa corridor. And uh, we, there's already been one restroom that's been stood up at Walter Caps Park by the county. Our board of directors on Tuesday night approved funding to fund uh, $15,000 more worth of these portable restrooms. And our goal with those is is also to educate and to let people know that this is one of the reasons that have factored into people following and to encourage people to use the portable restrooms. Uh, they're safer, they're more sanitary, and uh, by making them more accessible, we hope that we can reduce uh, some of that harm that would have already otherwise been there. Another thing that our Cliff Safety Campaign tries to highlight is patio and balcony safety. Um, we've seen that the bluffs that many of these patios on are eroding and due to climate change and other factors, they're eroding quickly and that pace is increasing. And so we want residents to know that it might not be the safest place to host a large gathering and to encourage people to be vigilant when they're attending gatherings. Uh, on these properties and to think twice about whether or not they attend them at all. Yeah, it's definitely important. And I know that they were working on items on the lease that would try to limit uh, that kind of thing. Um, but sort of beyond landlords, beyond education, I saw last February um, the county was supporting uh, changing fence policies. I spoke with Jonathan Abood way back at the beginning of the year and he just brought up that you guys were really pushing the county to sort of support new fence regulations. Um, can you speak to any progress that's been made since then in terms of fence height and fence regulations in general? Yeah, well, first I want to say why I think this will make a big difference. Um, we've seen photos and evidence of other areas in the California coastal zone where they have higher fencing on these large bluffs. And oftentimes that fencing can be really compatible with the community character. We have photos, particularly from a trip that I did to Dana Point, where there are these very high uh, 
plexiglass fences. And that's important both for the aesthetics, but it's also important because they're non-climbable. A lot of the fences that exist on Del Playa, whether they're chain link or whether uh, they're just made out of wood, it's a lot easier for people to get up and over. And once you're over, um, the danger increases drastically. Um, so we really think that this can be an important component of the solution here. And I'm really heartened because I, I did a site visit to uh, the area where where Benny passed away um, and had a chance to speak with some of the tenants that uh, are, are neighbors of that property. Um, and I also had a chance to speak to one of the property owners. And when I showed him these photos, he said it was something that he wanted to pursue implementing on his Oceanside property. So I think we have a solution here that really we have community support and buy-in for that I think should be a big priority. I really want to commend our county supervisor, Laura Caps, for taking the lead on this effort. It's not an easy effort to do because it requires ordinance amendments. It will require approval from the Coastal Commission. But it is one that um, her team is really taking the lead on and pushing forward. Um, so as a community services district, we have voted to support that uh, along with a variety of other uh, items worth investigating to try to make these bluffside properties safer. Yeah, that's definitely necessary work, especially uh, on private properties, because I know it's just different along the entirety of Del Playa because there's parks and then there's, you know, these residences. So it's a very complicated situation. But moving away from what the county's been doing, are there any measures that you've seen the university taking in order to educate students? And kind of along with that, is there anything that you think they could improve on in terms of educating incoming students on cliff danger? Yeah, I think that what we found in all of the work that we do in Isla Vista is that because uh, we have a, a student body that turns over and changes, you kind of have to always be doing this education. You can't just do a campaign and somehow the community will know forever. You have to be vigilant and continue that. And so I think there's a real opportunity. Um, UCSB is engaged in this effort. And I think uh, one of the big ways that we're able to partner is to get information into Gaucho FYI, the orientation that incoming students need to go th through. For a particularly to cite uh, the dangers of these bluff top properties and to encourage people to be vigilant. Um, and I think that um, UCSB uh, will probably take a look at, at their property as well um, for uh, inspection in terms of the safety. A lot of the structures that UCSB has on campus and the recreational areas are set back much farther from the bluff face than we have in Isla Vista. And that's really a legacy of, you know, the private development of Isla Vista that goes back to the 1920s, where we have experienced so much erosion that now the, the properties are right up against the face of the bluff. Um, so the environment is different at UCSB. I think it is incredibly important that they're engaged in the educational effort. Um, and I think that 
you know, thinking long term about the ocean side of Del Playa, I think we're all going to have to work together to figure out what the future is. Because the erosion is really increasing. And there's a big question in my mind of what is the next 50 years of the south side of Del Playa look like? Are we going to continue to have uh, more development there to allow to continue to have these really dense properties that are right in this dangerous area? Or is there another solution that we can come up with? Yeah, I like what you said. It's sort of a whole community effort where the university has to collaborate and the community has to collaborate. And I think it's been interesting and I think encouraging to see uh, these different uh, factions of Isla Vista come together to sort of work on this long-term education and just awareness. Um, where else can residents and students find more information about cliff safety? So they can go to our website at islavistacsd.ca.gov or they can check out our Instagram where we have a variety of uh, infographics and uh, information about cliff safety and also um, paying tribute to those that we've lost. And, you know, if there's one more thing that I really want to add, it's just that I, while this has been a really heartbreaking uh, thing for us to endure as a community, uh, it's been even more heartbreaking for the family and friends of Betty and it's been just really um, emotional for me to hear a lot of the testimony that they've shared about him as a person, just what a, a beautiful, vibrant life he was and so full of joy. Um, you know, it it's tough for me because I have two younger brothers that are the same age as him that are also both going to college and I can't imagine what it would be like to lose them, especially to an accident that was in so many ways should be preventable. Um, and so I, at the same time, have been really heartened by these communications from family and friends uh, because they are also engaged in this. They're going to be speaking up and demanding change. They want this to be the last time that this ever happens. And we are fully committed to doing everything within our power to work together to make that a reality. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming to talk to me. Absolutely. Thank you, Clarissa. Thank you. You can see more of the information and resources that Spencer mentioned on their website at ilavistacsd.ca.gov. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. Today, we're talking about cliff safety in Isla Vista. On September 2nd, Santa Barbara City College student Benjamin Scott Shermer died after falling off a 40-foot cliff on Del Playa, which marked another tragedy in a list of cliff casualties that have befallen the Isla Vista community over the years. KCSB's Siddharth Chatteraj spoke with Jonathan Abood, the Isla Vista Community Services District General Manager and President of the Santa Barbara City College Board of Trustees about the changes underway to improve cliff safety, education, and prevent future cliff deaths in Isla Vista. 
Could you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners your name and your involvement with Santa Barbara City College and the Isla Vista Community Services District? My name is Jonathan Abood. I'm the general manager for the Isla Vista Community Services District and the president of the board for Santa Barbara City College. In light of the recent tragedy when Benjamin Scott Shermer died after falling off a 40-foot Del Playa cliff on September 2nd, which marked another cliff death in our community, I'd like to ask you about cliff safety. Could you detail the safety campaigns and education efforts that Santa Barbara City College are working on to educate students about cliff and balcony safety and prevent further deaths in the future? As a board member at Santa Barbara City College, I don't get involved in the operations of the school. So I could say that there are going to be educational efforts, but that's not something board members get involved with. IVCSD has the only website on cliff safety that does exist. And so people can find that at the islavistacsd.ca.gov website. And on that website, there's tips about how to stay safe. And there's also the memorial, the only, the only web site memorial and that there is for the people who've fallen. We are working on getting a physical installation made in the near future, but right now what we have on our website is the only place where we've listed the names of people who've fallen um, and died from the cliffs. And so there's information about how to stay safe and information about what's happened in the history. What steps are the Isla Vista Community Services District taking to educate local residents about cliff safety and prevent further cliff deaths in the future uh, beyond the website? So we've done a lot already. Uh, in the in January, February, and March of this year, we were going door to door. We made a special brochure on cliff safety and took it to each house on the Del Playa cliffs, spoke to residents about safety. We had a social media campaign both paid and unpaid posts. We spoke to UCSB classes, had an email campaign. So we, we were out on every front. We were tabling every possible way to get information out. We did it about cliff safety, and we're going to be repeating that on an annual basis. And regarding reports that there are students who need to use the restroom in Isla Vista but don't have access to public restrooms, is Isla Vista Community Services District taking any action regarding that? Yeah, so for a long time, the the County Parks Department, which runs the parks on the Isla Vista Bluffs um, and runs and owns them, or they, they uh, did not allow the placement of restrooms. Uh, now they do allow them, and since they do allow it, Uh, We have funded $15,000 worth of restrooms to be out in Isla Vista on DP. That's about five restrooms for the rest of the year. Um, I think we can do a little bit more based on the year already having started and we we would have some extra budget. Uh, But that's something we've already, they're out there right now. Thank you. That sounds great. Could you share how many restrooms are there as of now and what the timeline looks like for adding more restrooms this year? There's five of them. And... We could add more pretty soon. We just have to look at how the budget has you know, played out with the five we already have. I understand. Will the Isla Vista Foot Patrol be developing any additional rules on party locations or posting in response to this tragedy? And if so, could you please comment on them? Now, there's something that's already been going on for many months now, um, which was a revision to the social host ordinance. A social host ordinance is an ordinance that's specific to Isla Vista that allows a foot patrol to shut down a party if certain conditions are met. The old version of the ordinance was pretty outdated 
things that are very serious, like sexual assault, needed three instances to happen before a party is shut down. And some minor instances like body slamming only needed one instance of them happening at a party to get shut down. But we've been working with the foot patrol. There's a new lieutenant and we've been working with him, Lieutenant Tesla, to revise that ordinance so that it makes just more sense with real safety issues. And so some issues like arson and sexual assault are going to be moving over to the one and done category where if one of those instances happens at a party, the party shut down and some things are being removed from the one and done section. And we're adding a few things that would apply to cliff safety. So if people are on the other side of the fence at a private property, then that party could get shut down. But that hasn't passed yet. It still needs to go to the Board of Supervisors for approval in October. And the IVCSD hasn't considered a position on it yet, but will at its next meeting. And do you foresee any changes if this ordinance is passed and how local police can respond to parties? Yes, if they see people, for example, on the roof of a house or if they're on the other side of a fence, they'd be able to shut that party down immediately, which they couldn't before. Thank you. And how long has this ordinance, you said it's been outdated. When was the ordinance implemented? 20 years ago, long time ago, in the 2000s. Where, you know, they were focused on things like, is the keg visible from the street? And like, these are the one. And so the new lieutenant looked at it and said, there's a lot of serious issues in the three strikes section that should be one and done, like sexual assault. So right now you would need to get three sexual assault charges at one party before the police can stop that party on that basis. Now, if the ordinance passes, it would be one. Thank you. And is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners um, about cliff safety, cliff education, or steps that the community service district is doing? Well, IBCSD doesn't own or manage any property on the bluffs. It's either private property owners or other public entities. So we have no control over this issue, but we're just recommending changes. And so we're recommending things like higher fences, at least six feet, Plexiglass is fine. Something can't not climbable, but we're recommending at least six feet. We're recommending lights on the bluffs and maybe alarms. And we are recommending just more signage and also having a memorial. So we're looking at different strategies to help prevent these things from happening. A lot of things get caught up in the red tape of county and coastal commission. And so There's a lot of steps that would need to happen, for example, to require six foot fences. Right now, the the way the law is written right now is below six feet is allowed with one type of permit that's like medium difficulty to get. And then higher than six feet is a extremely difficult permit to get. Almost you wouldn't get it. So we're trying to change that ordinance so that the permits are different and so that it's easier to get a permit for a higher fence and that it's maybe required actually to have the higher fence instead of just easier to get. Yeah, thank you so much. And regarding the memorial, when do you anticipate the memorial's completion if there is an estimated date? We're hoping by next summer. We have a staff member who has been in contact with families and who's out on leave right now, but 
we want to be able to work collaboratively with the families to do it in a respectful way. So we don't want to also rush it just to get it done. Is there any location that you guys are anticipating it would be hosted in? We have one of the county owned parks on the bluffs, maybe at the beach access points. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to this interview. We've been talking about cliff safety in Isla Vista this week on Inside Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. Please stay safe. You've been listening to Inside Isla Vista. Thanks for tuning in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to find out what's happening in and around Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom. Our theme music is Siesta by Jawser. This is 91.9 FM KCSB.